Dirty Slides Podcast. Back after a week off, I am your host, Joe Prano, here at the Laz Lair with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. We back, Joe. Lazarich. Lazarich. I'm good, man. I'm good. You were in... I was in Brazil, man. You were in Brazil. And, yeah. Uh, you were in Brazil for a wedding? Is yes. That correct? My buddy Fernando's second Brazilian wedding. Um, the first one I attended, it was, it was a lot of fun. It did was great. you take a date to this wedding? I did, I did not. I did and, not. And what was, what was the, what's the single scene like at a Brazilian wedding? Uh, there's lots of cousins around. There's a, there's a huge, it's come, uh, Isa is her name. She comes from a huge Brazilian, Brazilian, um, family down there. So there's a lot of cousins down there. Um, I do not speak a lick of Brazilian Portuguese, and they did not speak a lick of English. So, so no, no bueno. Yeah, yeah, no, not really bueno. That's not even, that's not even Portuguese. Yeah, It'd be like, nope. yeah, no, I don't, I don't even know it. I, honestly, I didn't learn one Brazilian word. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Um, since you've been gone, yes. Uh, we skipped we skipped last week's episode. I was traveling yeah. for the Dirty Sports Podcast. Which uh, I heard was a huge success. Midwest Dirtball Meetup. It was yes. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, great weekend of shows. Shout out to all the dirtballs and sliders who were in attendance. Um, your Giants have not won a single game. In since, two weeks? Since we've done an episode. They've lost 11 in a row. They've lost 11 in a row. They're challenging the Mets. I know. There are only three games ahead of the Mets. And part of me wants the Mets to have a better record, you know, because I told the Giants at fantasy camp they needed to get blacker. They, they attempted it, like, not really. They, they did the, the bare minimum, and then they trade that guy away, and that's what you get. And That's did, what you get, Joe. Yeah, not only did they trade him away, they traded him away to the Yankees. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, gross. Um, I was up in... I saw you uh, on uh, what night was that that we did? That's the last time I saw you, I believe, which was when we were up in the bay. When we were up in the bay, right? Yeah. Did we do an episode since then? I don't think. I don't so. think so. No. Um, so I went and visited your ballpark. Yes. And I watched. I watched the Mets win. <laughs> and did you see the Giants score one run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, but I mean, AT and T is still a fabulous place to watch a ball part, still a, great. a ball game. Yeah. Uh, since I saw you, um, I went to uh, AT and T. Yeah. I went to Dodger Stadium the following day to watch, uh, or two days later to watch Jacob Degrom shove it, just shove it to the yeah. Dodgers. Uh, then I went to. Was that his eighth win? That was, I believe. I, I you know what. I don't think he got the win that day. <laughs> Another ND. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure he got a no decision because <laughs> it was 1-1 one, one when he left the game. In the eighth? Yeah. <laughs> even though even though he had uh, 
I believe he, I believe he came out in the seventh, even though he had the only RBI in the game. Oh, I saw. That. And had two hits up to that point. That's not the first time that's happened with this guy. No. I feel like he's done that quite a bit. It happens to him all the time. Yeah. Not only was he, I believe it was in the seventh they took him out because his spot in the order came up with two men on and like one out. He has the only RBI in the game. <laughs> but they managed to. Who'd they, who'd they uh, pinch hit for? I honestly, I don't even remember, but it wasn't somebody very good. Right. It was like, it wasn't Bruce. Besides, besides DeGrom, honestly, who's good on the Mets? Uh, who's playing right now? Because Cespedes is good. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I think Conforto and Nimmo are good. Right. Um, to be determined if either are great. Yeah. Uh, I think both are good. Uh, Rosario, our shortstop, is going to be that's Great. Ahmed Rosario. Yeah. He's uh, formerly be. of the Diamondbacks, Ahmed Rosario, yes? Uh no. I don't, no. I don't know. No, no, no. He's he's 20. Okay. Uh right. he's going to be he's going to be good. Yeah. And then this guy Jeff McNeil who's been playing second base without a knob on his bat. Okay. Uh has like two 10 game hitting streaks even though he's been up like right. 25 games. So nobody's games. good. Nobody's yeah. Nobody's good. <laughs> I mean, that Nimmo and Conforto are good. Right. I mean, I could say Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford are good. Yeah. They're non-impact players at right. this point. You know? Brandon Crawford's good. He's good. Yeah. But, you well, know, you didn't say th- who's great on the Mets. No, I didn't. You no, said I didn't. Who's good? Brandon Crawford's good, but now this is going to be two seasons Noah's, in a row. Noah, Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard is good. Is good. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then uh it was AT&T Dodger Stadium. Guaranteed rate field, which is is that the uh, White Sox field? New now? Comiskey, new yeah. I heard, I saw, I I China like kept up on Instagram. I think it was you plus maybe sixteen people at Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah, it was me. Is it raining a little bit? Me, Ruther, and a bunch of dirt balls. Yeah, it actually worked out perfectly. We our flights were hell. We got in five hours later than we were supposed to to Chicago uh-huh. after oh, being being rerouted through Denver. And a whole fucking. Did you fly Spirit Airlines? We flew United, which has a hub at O'Hare. Like I don't know why. What the fuck? The stadium there is called the United Center. Right. What the fuck? What the fuck? How can you not get me from Los Angeles to (laughs) To Chicago? Chicago, Right. Which they did through Denver eventually, but um, by the time we got there, we were so late. It would have been the fifth inning had there not been a forty-five minute rain delay. So we got there in the bottom of the second. And hung out until the 6th when there was, like, another 45-minute rain delay. And then uh, we watched the end of the game. All right. Well, then, you know, it all worked out then. Yeah, it was raining. It was just to get an ex- get the experience. Right. I got myself a black-on-black socks hat. Okay, cool. I felt like that was the appropriate That's thing gangster. to do on the, on the south side. Yeah. Um, so the, the socks is black instead of white. Exactly. Yeah, I got one of those with the Giants. They're cool. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about going with the white. I I did a I did a a long shop in the uh, in the White Sox team. What store. were the options? So the options. Did you think about the socks? The, I did think about the, the socks. Ozzie Guillen style. I did think about the socks, and then I thought about the socks with the batter. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's one that just says socks, then and there's then there's one the with Carlton the batter. Fisk. Right. The batter. Um, and then, but I was like, I have so many navy hats. Yep. So many. Yep. Um, 
I got a Tigers hat. I got an Astros hat. I got a fucking, I have so many Navy hats and I have so many, I was like, I got to go with black. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's either the black with the white socks. Right. Which they made my uh, choice very easy. They didn't have that in seven and a half. Okay. Um, but then I was also like, uh, black on black. It's like, that's better. Yeah. I, I think it's better anyway. Cool. Um, so I got that. And then uh, Wrigley Field on Monday night for Cubs Brewers. Now, was was Wrigleyville everything I said it was? Wrigleyville is f- fantastic. It's on fire. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All the bars, the you know. Did you go in the Cubby Bear? We did not go in the Cubby Bear, but we did. I did a loop around the entire stadium, uh-huh. so I saw all of it. Yeah. And then we ended up going into a. Uh, it was called like the Draft Kings Fantasy Bar at Wrigley or whatever. It's like outside Wrigley, but inside the stadium. So like you you had to use your ticket to get in. Okay. But you're still like outside, so you can see all the bars and like you're right by the Ron Santo statue. Oh, dope. Yeah, and it was cool. Um, is that fairly new? I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, but but we did a whole loop because Ruth and I ended up biking from uh, Millennial Millennium. Millennial Millennium Park, okay, uh, which is where the Bean is, okay, all the way up the river or the, all the way up uh, Lake Michigan, okay, all the way up to Wrigleyville, and then we had these like city bikes that we had to park, and then every bike rack was full. If you don't park it, they fucking charge you. So we were like going around, scramble. City. So we just kept circling Wrigleyville, <laughs> looking for a bike rack. Finally found one, and then walked all the way through Wrigleyville, and then went to this bar. But yeah, it's it's like so you earned your beers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we I think we biked eight miles. Oh, that's nice. Um, but that's exactly what I mean. City Field is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. But when you consider, like, yeah, Wrigley Wrigley Field is in the city, but it's not that hard to just build that around a stadium. No, just it's because not. you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. All the more reason you should build it. Like right. at, at AT&T, you're like, well, can't just move all these fucking people out of their buildings. Right. In At City Field, get rid of these chop shops, make fucking Cityville. I mean, dude, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, Wrigleyville is exactly what, like, big league stadiums should be. Yes. You know? That's where it should be. Wrigley Field's fantastic. Yeah. The one thing i said and i've been telling everybody to ask me is like you really can't beat the the ambiance of a wrigley a fenway you know to some extent even dodger stadium although i think dodger stadium it's it's missing the bars dude right you know around it right yeah but in inside shortstop is not enough yeah totally yeah inside though it's a fantastic ballpark inside yeah but i don't like I understand that it's a modern technology thing, like that, that you know, architectural design changed. But the fact that I got to be basically away from the game entirely when I'm getting a hot dog or I'm getting a beer, plus I'm sitting behind a pole, like, yeah, it's you got, great. You but, got 1908 aided. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there was one point during the game where a s- fucking gigantic spider, <laughs> I'm not joking, lowered itself down from the roof and almost landed on somebody in front of us's head. Dude. And I was like, what? This spider's been growing since 1908. Straight up goosebumps. Yeah. Um, but it was fantastic. What, and it was, it was great. It was certainly the highlight of, of the trip. 
and that's a trip. You know, I did my first headlining weekend, and I did it in Chicago, and I ate deep dish, and I ate fucking wet. I ate, I ate twenty wet beef sandwiches, and I've never had a. It's called an uh, Italian a, beef. Italian hot, Italian beef. Yeah. Is it is it is it the best? It's pretty good. Yeah. Have it's you had a, one before? I have. Yeah. Okay. I've had one the la- I've had one the other times I've gone to Chicago. Yeah. But I'm a cheesesteak guy. I love cheesesteaks and I love What's the it. difference between a, a Italian beef and a cheesesteak? It's basically the same. It's on a sh- it's on a shorter, thicker Italian bread. Uh-huh. So instead of like the more of like the longer baguette-ish right. style, it's on a short Italian roll and it's just wet. It's just like the beef's wet. <laughs> You know as I mean? wet as Brandon Crawford's I don't, hair. I don't know if maybe they're, like, I actually don't know the, uh, like, the preparation, if they're preparing it, like, if they Are take. Are they steaming the beef? They, they might be. so wet? They might be. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Right. But it is, it was definitely, like, they were serving it to us, like, out of a pan at the ballpark. Yeah. As opposed to, like, the grill top. Right. So that must just be it. It just yeah, must be, it. like, in its juices. Yeah, and then this the fucking peppers are in its juices, and they dump it on. And it's just peppers and cheese. It's basically the same thing as yeah. a cheesesteak. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'll be really good though. Nice. Yeah. Um, saw John Cusack riding his Vespa. Okay. I actually saw him sitting in a um, in a yogurt place, uh-huh. and then saw him getting on Vespa. Was wearing a white socks and a, like an old school white socks hat, like this the pinstripe. Oh shit! The Dick Allen White Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the eight men out. He, right. He, oh shit. He, okay. He stole some fucking. No, that that, that was his, that was his Buck Weaver hat. Yeah, he stole some costume. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was exciting. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, f- f- fantastic. And I think it was four major league ballparks in nine days. Hey. Pretty good. Pretty good. And not so fucking bad, Joe. I turned the corner with Wrigley. And guaranteed rape field. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went, I'm, I've now been to 16 ballparks with 14, 14 16, to, 16 of the current ballparks, 14 remaining. Right. Okay. What do you got left? I have the, the only What thing, are the highlights you have left? Because I'm pretty sure you have Tropicana Field left. H- highlights that I'm excited for that I have left are um, Arizona. Okay. Milwaukee. Chase. Uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which I've also heard is a great I ballpark. I heard Pittsburgh is great. St. Louis, which I don't know if the ballpark is supposedly great or not, but I know. Th- I've been to the old Bush Stadium. Yeah. The old Bush Stadium, I'm assuming, was a dump. Oh, it was fucking garbage. And it was so hot. But new Bush, uh, obviously, you know, again, yeah. a, a great uh, team, a great fan base, so right. they say, <laughs> the whole thing. But like. A great fan base, not as great as they yeah. think they are. Um, Detroit. And Minnesota. Okay. Um, These are all the new ballparks. Yeah. yeah. Kind of highlights. Yeah. I have been to the Sky Dome, but I haven't been there for a baseball game. So yeah. I'm counting that. So the ones I'm not super excited about, Sky Dome, Miami. The Trop. The Trop. Arlington. Arlington. Uh, Arlington. Have you been to Houston? Haven't been to Houston. That's yeah. got to be high on my list. Too. Yeah. Um, Arlington, I'm not like not excited about. I'm pretty sure that. It'll be gone before I get there. Probably. They're like... I mean, it's not that you're not excited about Arlington, but it's kind of the same way probably everybody feels about the Rangers. You don't hate the Rangers, but you're not excited right. about the Rangers. Right. It's just But like if line. they if they announce new ballpark in 2020, fuck Arlington. Right. Like I don't need to go. I'm working on current... Ball- like when's right. the next time I'm going to get back to Arlington again? Right. So 
if that happens, I'm going to save it. I'm not super excited for Atlanta because fuck the Braves. I am kind of excited to go to Washington because I want to see if those are all holograms. <laughs> yeah, see if they're humans. The people are holograms. Yeah. Pretty sure they are. <laughs> um, I think that's – what else am I missing? I have a list. Yeah, the, Washington should be called LMD Stadium, Life Model Decoy. <laughs> Life Model Decoy. <laughs> Ballparks to visit. Rays, Braves, Nationals, Brewers, Pirates, Cardinals, Diamondbacks, Blue Jays, Indians. Kind of excited for uh, the Jake. The Jake. And then Detroit, which I'm excited for. Uh, Kansas City, another one. Are they going to, will they redo? I don't Kaufman know. Before. I mean, Kaufman has been kind of classic. I think Kaufman's yeah. kind of the uh, the low key Dodger Stadium, right? You know, it'd be cool cool to see the uh, the fountains and the waterfall right. situation. Yeah. Uh, Twins, Astros, Rangers. I've heard Target Field. Are they still calling it Target Field up I there got, I in think Minnesota? So. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So turn the corner, sixteen out yeah. of babe, and uh, yeah. So that was the highlight of the trip. Now. Uh, we should, I think, do a quick wrap around the league. Um, but because we've been gone so long, I almost feel like the quick wrap around the league is going to take longer than the show will. Yeah, okay. So let's do a couple of uh, stories first. And sure. Then, and then we can do a full wrap around the league. Sure. And then, you know, we'll, we'll wrap it up how we wrap it up usually. Yeah. Um, so... You alerted me to this story. Speaking yeah, of this ballparks been... I haven't been to. Right. And ballparks. Uh, oh, and shout out, by the way, since we're talking Tigers, uh, we're going to talk about these Tigers broadcasters. <laughs> uh, I haven't been to Detroit, but I have met the world's foremost Detroit Tigers fan. Adam Langworthy? Adam Langworthy. <laughs> yeah. came, out, came out to the came ballpark. Came out to Chicago? Even though he's been uh, had the same profile picture. For as long as he's been on Twitter, he's yeah. one of, been one of the great defenders. I think I unfollowed him one time after he was screaming at me about Alan Trammell's like <laughs> Hall of Fame candidacy. Oh no! You know what? I actually think now I'm remembering this now, and this might have been the moment we couldn't figure we couldn't put our finger on it. But Adam, I think I, um, I think I might have unfollowed you when you were arguing that Trammell and Whitaker greater than Correa, Correa Altuve. and Altuve. <laughs> To which I may have replied at one point, like, Altuve has more home runs than both of them in their careers already. <laughs> I shall now unfollow you. Um, I have refollowed him, yeah. and I took a picture with him, and I said, this is your new profile pic. <laughs> You're an adult now. No more pictures of you th- pitching on a high school baseball team. <laughs> and he did. So shout out to Adam Langwer, the, the world's foremost uh, Tiger Tigers fan. fan. Uh, you have the, you uh, alerted me to the story about the Tigers uh, yeah. Broadcast fight. Uh, yeah, apparently these two guys, uh, Rod Allen and Mario. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Um, I can't pull it up, but it's Mario, Italian name, guy. right? Little Italian guy. He kind of looks. Um, I'd say he looks a little bit like uh, like Stanley Tucci, you know. Stanley Tucci uh, lived in my hometown. I would see Stanley Tucci all the time. All right, great actor, yeah. Stanley Tucci. But not a guy that scares you. No, 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 no. And Rod Allen is a is a you know a bigger black man, um, and it, it's it looks like Rod Allen is the analyst, and uh, Stanley Tucci is the play by play guy. And Rod Allen had a a uh, special chair 
that he used because of his back issues. And apparently, these guys have been, um, you know, a team since 2002. Um, after the game, Rod Allen followed Tucci, Mario Tucci, out, <laughs> out and put him in a chokehold. And um, they are no longer going to be broadcasting Tigers games. At for all. The rest of the Either of them. For the rest of the season. Wow. Until they sort out this issue. But they've been together since 2002. So I doubt it was just the back chair. Right. You know? You know? Have you ever put Ruther in a chokehold? You guys have been working together no, a long time. No, but I've thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I've I have retired from the show and then had to return. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. That wasn't Ruth's fault so much, but I think every once in a while a break is important. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I've been I've been working with Ruther since 2013, yeah. and uh, I've certainly thought about choking him. Yeah. So add another 11 years on that, it probably would have happened. Right. I mean, we got into a Russell Wilson beef uh, while we were gone. We were screaming at each other in the apartment <laughs> we were staying at. <laughs> About Russell Wilson yeah. versus Eli Manning. And that, and, uh, not even Russell Wilson versus Eli Manning, just Russell Wilson in general. <laughs> I just like to I, – I, I always bring Eli Manning into – I bring Eli Manning into every conversation. But, sure. Uh, I bring Eli Manning in because a lot of times the things that, you know, Russell Wilson's given credit for are the things that Eli Manning has done twice as much but better winning Super Bowls <laughs> and the MVPs of those Super Bowls. Um, and the things that he doesn't do, you know, the things that he's kind of attacked for, Russell Wilson, like we were screaming at each other on Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday, Russell Wilson got sacked six times. <laughs> Even though I've, all, all I've ever said is I think Russell Wilson holds the ball too long and, and I, doesn't keep his eyes downfield. And then he got sacked six times by the Broncos. Meanwhile, yeah. Eli Manning was Completed playing. Completed six passes, Eli, right? <laughs> meanwhile, Eli Manning was playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the second best defense in football statistically last year and got sacked twice. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think he's better at keeping And they time. both got L's. Yeah, they both took L's. Yeah. That, but that's a team stat. Yes. Um, of course. But, uh, yeah, so I've thought about choking Ruther. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's pretty funny. I mean, Detroit. What's amazing is now neither, rough neither of them right are going to work together. No. Neither of them are going to work, and they're not going to work together. This is amazing. So basically on fucking in-house suspension. Yeah, for the rest of the season. Amazing. So it's like Kirk Gibson and then some guy. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> they replaced him with Kirk. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Who like, who could totally choke you out at any point? Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Gibson. There should be like, they should have a contest to see which one of them gets to join him next year. <laughs> by like, which one can stay conscious longer while Kirk's choking <laughs> him out? <laughs> like maybe little Stanley Tucci's got like some breathing technique. You My know boy, I mean? maybe he's doing like a Wim Hof thing. Right. right. <laughs> My buddy, just, we're talking about Kirk Gibson. It reminds me, my buddy's got a really good story about Kirk Gibson. Was, when he's with the Dodgers, um, he was outside, um, you know, waiting for an autograph. And a bunch of people, this is, you know, when Kirk Gibson was the MVP or whatever that year. And uh, Kirk Gibson, you know, just fucking big leagued everybody, whatever. And everybody's like, fuck you, Kirk. You know, blah, 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 blah. Gets in his car. He fucking revs it. He fucking turns to all the fans, flips them the bird, peels out of there, and then crashes the car. Really? In Dodger Stadium. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to crash after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he was like, that's the greatest. We're going to have to tune in uh, to some Detroit Tigers games for the rest of the year just to see how Kirk's doing. Yeah, exactly. Right now we're watching Cubs uh, Brewers, which is on ESPN. 
Milwaukee's up 2-1. This is the same matchup I saw on Monday. It was game one of the series. This is game three. Uh, it's 2-1 Milwaukee. Hater came in. Is that his name? It is. Oh, Hater, yeah. Right? This is... Uh, yeah, racist hater. The racist hater. Uh, hater came in, in on Monday's game. It struck out six in two innings. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, it was fucking banana land. And now he's in in the eighth. I think they just brought him in in the eighth here. And uh, Ben Zobers just got a hit. So they are, they're trying to fucking come back. But this guy was dealing on Monday. Have you ever seen more dad hats in any place than Wrigley Field? No. No. It's, 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 a it's dad an hat. epidemic. It's a dad hat bonanza. They yeah. sell, like, lots of dad hats. Yeah. And young men wearing dad hats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't approve. I was actually thinking that when I was there, and there was not a baseball man with me. Like, I was, yeah. it was just like Ruther and fucking guy on couch. There was nobody that could like I, I could have this conversation with because yeah. the only people in my section, yeah, who had a proper baseball hat, was myself. I was in a the the White Sox hat that I bought, right? And then the fucking I'm pretty sure like fairly new Cubs fans who are just like Javi Baez fans. Right. Just the Latins. Yeah. Who are there just for Javi Baez. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Javi, what was it like seeing Javi up close well, at he, Wrigley Field? He made a fantastic play at third. Yeah. Um that was I mean, when I say that he dove down the line, got up and threw a rocket, the whole the the twelve Latino guys in my section that were just El Mago fans. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, Zah! Like, as yeah, he, like, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like, all making a throwing sound. I, I like, got to uh, admit, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. 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 Like, as it's coming out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, you guys are awesome. <laughs> there was a white dude next to me a couple seats away. Yeah. Not wearing any hat at all. Yeah. But he made up for it with one of the great T-shirts I've seen at a baseball stadium. Yeah. It said... Two-thirds of the earth is covered by water. The other one-third of the earth is covered by Javi Baez. Yeah, that's dope. And it had Javi diving into yeah, the hole. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, lots of dad's hats. They sell a lot of, like, they sell a lot of, like, distressed caps. Yeah. Like, I don't need my fucking cap to look like it's been worn already. In fact, my goal is to have a cap that looks like it has never, ever been worn. Keep it clean. Yeah. That's the New York oh, in you. Oh, and you want to know what else? This is talking about fucking hat drama. Yeah. So I wear my beautiful brand new black on black White Sox hat through the airport because, and I, and I specifically planned this. I didn't, I have a Cubs hat, but I didn't want to bring it with me because I was like, one of these hats is going in the bag on the way back and I don't yeah. want to fucking fuck up my caps. So I'm just going to not wear a cap. I'll get a White Sox cap the first night that we're there. I'll that'll be my cap for the trip. Yeah, I'll just wear it on my head on the way back. I get in the fucking security line. They're like, "Your hat's got to go in a fucking bin." I'm like, "All right, whatever." So I mit, I don't. I put all my bins, and they're like, "Here, let's just we'll just put it with your other stuff." So the guy takes my hat, puts it in a bin, real haphazardly. Yeah. Then my bins with, come out with no care. Then my bins come out no hat. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Then I see a lady with a fucking giant stick with a with a claw on it go into the fucking machine, pulls out my hat. It's gone through the rollers. Ugh. It's got rubber on on the underbrim. Ugh. 
I went immediately to the bathroom. I was I managed to salvage it. The the shape of the cap was unharmed. The brim did get some black on it, but I was able to w- wipe yeah. it off. But f- motherfucker. Do you think that was just Cub on White Sox crime? I don't know. I mean, everybody, you know everybody in TSA is black, so I'm assuming they're all white. Oh, it's TSA, all right. Sox all right, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of time from fucking in Wrigleyville, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Even, though, even the guy at Wrigley who was selling hot dogs who was black, he looked at me like, yeah, I'm a White Sox fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, nice yeah. hat, bud. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one, uh, thing I want to bring up is uh, some, some Mets drama that happened during the Dodgers series that I wanted to get your take on, Todd Frazier jumps into the stands to make a catch. And he, after the fact, it is revealed that when he went into the stands, it was the third out of the inning. He makes the catch. He comes out. He shows the umpire the ball. Umpire calls out. He throws. He immediately throws the ball into the stands. Yeah. Then he goes into the dugout and like a fucking kook. <laughs> he starts fucking relaying what happened. Bombed by the uh, Brewers, by the way, after Hater got out of that inning. The, the Grandy Grand- Man. The Grandy Man. The Grandy Man keeping Lass's hopes alive. So uh, it comes out after, you know, they, they do some lip reading. They do some body language yeah. reading. And he's explaining something. Um, hold on one second. And it comes out that he... Uh, did not make the catch and, in fact, pulled a, a rubber baseball that he had slid over and had that in his glove, showed it to the ump- umpire, calls out, uh, and he throws it back in the stands so as to not get caught. Now, my first question for you, Laz, is are you okay with this from Todd Frazier's point of view? Are you cool with him making that play? 100%. 100,000%. And I'll tell you why. Because, it, one, it's gamesmanship. Two, this is b- maybe the biggest non-Jacob deGrom highlight of the Mets season. Right. <laughs> like, bro, you guys are going to lose 90 games, as probably the Giants are too. You know, there's, you know, the mood of a long losing season is really rough. And anything you can do to lighten it up, to get over, is great. Yeah. I'm sure... Like, Todd Frazier hasn't had one good joke all season, and that was his joke. And, you know, everybody's like, ah, thank God Todd Frazier did something funny. To you know? me, I think it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I even applaud it a little bit. And, and for and two, it's against the Dodgers. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck the Dodgers for sure. Two reasons. One, it's pretty good. pretty good sleight of hand. Nice. It's, it's awesome. El Mago himself. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Like, yeah. pretty good. Also, not premeditated. <laughs> No, right? It just happened. It just happened to and be there, and that's what makes it so great. It's not like he Bradyed it; like he no. set it up. He right. had fucking you know equipment guys, yeah. who bought the whole first row of the it's third base side. It's not like he side. had fall guys, yeah, yeah, and they all had to have baseballs in their hand that they could hand him <laughs> just in case he goes in there. At which point he would then destroy cell phones. Did he destroy his phone? Of, no. Yeah. But now my second question is: This was all revealed by Steve Cheddardick Gelbs a New York Mets beat reporter who does an entire story the next day during the game laying it all out. This is where he dove. This is the ball he probably grabbed. This is him explaining in the dugout. What the fuck, Steve Gelbs? I, 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 my initial thing is, 
No, you do not tell this fucking tale. You die with this. I mean, I'm glad the the tale got told. I'm glad it came out, but I'm saying if a Dodgers reporter tried to make a fucking stink out of it, and I was like, this didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. If an MLB TV reporter put it, but the Mets beat reporter? How is anybody in that? Well, this is where I think we got to dig a little deeper into the relationship of Steve Gelbs and Todd Frazier. Because, you know, Todd Frazier, you know, and I know you're not a big Todd Frazier fan, but Todd Frazier's had a pretty good major league career. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a Todd Frazier fan, but I'm, uh, I just knew he was going to suck for the Mets, and he has sucked. Right. Seems like a good guy. Yeah. I mean, seems like a bit of a cheddar dick himself with the whole thumbs down and the salt and pepper and like, he's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I said, it's just one good joke of yeah. season. <laughs> he definitely owns a pre-distressed hat. Yeah, yeah he's, he wears dad hats yeah. off the field. Um, no, I, I think probably there's, you know, you know, Steve Gelbs rubs Todd Frazier the wrong way. You know, it's been a long season. Um, Steve Gelbs is probably asking those questions. Uh, Todd, wh- why do you suck? You know, you're a whatever, 270 lifetime hitter. You're hitting 196. What's going on, Todd? And Todd Frazier's probably like, motherfucker, I've been in the show for fucking 12 years. I'm a home run derby champion. You know, I've been an all-star. Like, get off my fucking dick, you know? And Steve Gelbs is like, I don't like the way Todd Frazier talks to me. And, you know, need to break a story. So that's your theory. You think, you think Steve Gelbs is shoving it to him on purpose? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm just calling. I'm just putting out full cheddar dick alert. I think he's like, look what I figured out. I'm a fucking dork. Let's 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 be honest. This is cheddar dick on cheddar dick crime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to talk about. Well, not the last thing. I actually have one more thing after this. But the last baseball related story that I want to talk about before we go around the league is you just brought it to my attention that JD Martinez is actually, I, and I knew he was. Uh, right American around, League triple crown, right around the league yeah. leader and everything. Is he currently leading the AL and everything? I believe he's in the. I said he was in the top two. I I think Mookie Betts is still leading the AL and batting average. But JD Martinez is making a push as the major league triple crown winner. He's top two in everything in baseball. Top two in everything in baseball, and this hasn't been done since Mickey Mantle did it, in, I believe 1956. Excuse me. So. This would be a fairly big deal um, if he did this. I think the last just triple crown, regular old triple crown, was um, Langworthy's boy, Miggy Cabrera, a few years ago. But it certainly doesn't happen a whole hell of a lot. So, I mean, J.D. Martinez right now is 11 points behind Mookie Betts. Right. So he's probably not going to win the batting title. It's 340 to 329. Yeah. Right. And he's currently second. In the AL, even in home runs, but he's only one behind Chris your Davis. Boy Chris Davis. <laughs> but he's already at forty. Yeah, and, and then he's, he's leading, leading all RBIs. of baseball by eleven. He's already he's got an eleven RBI lead on Chris Davis. He has hundred and twenty-one RBI. Now, what is the argument here? On a lot of talk that it'd be bet like Martin. I feel like Martinez is not getting a lot of MVP love. Well, I think it's just because he's got Mookie Betts on the same team. And and I, I don't know why he's not getting a lot of MVP love, but it, um, I, I, the only reason I can 
even think is just because it's you know it's like the Jeff Kent Barry Bonds thing. and he's DHing and he's DHing he's DHing that's that's the real main thing you know but so is Chris Davis right and that's why I think Mookie Betts probably gets the nod now but if he goes global triple crown. That's hard for me not to say he's not at least the American League MVP. Now, Mike Trout's got 33 bombs. Yeah. And he's got, where is he? I, I think he's very low on the RBI because he's fucking on the Angels. Right. And does he have, is he going to go 30-30 again? Does he have 30 steals? Does anybody care about stolen bases anymore? Not, uh, nobody, just me? Nobody but us. Yeah. And Trout is fourth in Baseball on average at 318. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this is a special, this is a really special thing, you know? It's a lot like, he Steph, is, he is it's a lot like Steph Curry going 400 three pointers that one year. He is the major league leader in o- unanimous OPS. MVP. Uh, Trout is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he has 23 one. stolen bags. So he'll get to 30 if he doesn't pop a hammy. Um, um, now, yeah, so we've but got global fucking triple crown is well, yeah, be super impressive. You Doesn't know? look like he's gonna win it at least just based on average alone. Right, but he's Thwarted got three by weeks. his own teammate. Yeah. yeah, he's got three weeks to make up eleven points. I mean, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, me too. I always said the Giants should sign that guy. They're like, no, he's not old enough. They got him for a fucking like they paid, but they didn't pay like that much. I think they paid $100 million. I think they paid, you know, five years for 20, you know, something like that. Right. You know. Decent deal for all MLB triple crown. <laughs> yeah, contender. exactly. Um, the last thing I want to talk to you about, it was NFL week one this past week. Did you get a chance to watch your boy Jimmy G? I did not. I did. Well, I was able to listen to it on the radio because um, the NFL Red Zone Sunday ticket not available in Brazil. It has to be in the continental United States. Um, I, from what I could gather from the game, is that yes, Jimmy G threw three interceptions, but he actually didn't play that bad. The rest of the team made a ton of mistakes, a yeah. ton of drop balls. I have always been, uh, I've been vocal about not all interceptions are the same. Uh, they are all not. counted the same. Yes. And I think that's a very elementary way of looking at the game yeah. uh, of football. I think uh, if you look at the all-time leaders in interceptions, they're all Hall of Famers. Yeah. If you look at the guys with the most interceptions in a game, they're all Hall of Famers. Like, yeah. There are fucking... like Because they're still better than the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also just... You got like I've always said. I've said this, and they also lead in all time in touchdown passes yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like you got to be willing to make the fucking yeah. throw. And and the the Niners really haven't had that guy who's just willing to make the throw. And so I'm not really concerned about Jimmy G at all. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. I was excited to see your boy Saquon Barkley take off for that 68 yard touchdown run, that- which gave. Fucking the Garoppa bro, twenty five big points. Is that your fell? Is that your is that your team name, the yeah. Garoppa bro? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's almost as good as Odell Black Jesus. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Saquon, that was his one big run of the game. Yeah, but uh, I think it's it's a lot like what Beckham does as a receiver, which is sure three yards land here, five yards land here, but the reason you throw them 
a three, uh, throw him a three-yard slant is because you never know which one's going to be one broken tackle, 70 yards to the house. house. Yeah. So, and also... Alfred Morris and Matt Brieda are not doing that. Right. And yeah. also, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars defense is really, really good. Really, like, really good. So, yeah. you know, him getting bottled up week one, year one of his NFL career, still going for over 100 and a touch. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. No, and I honestly, I was keeping tabs on that game because, you know, I... You know, I saw that, you know, it was like three yards here, two yards here. At some point, he was like, 14 rushes for 28 yards. Yeah. And I'm like, don't stop giving him the ball, you motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? And they're not going to. No. And they, they were finding a way to get him the ball in many different ways. And I'm for that. Shermer already looks like a guy who knows how to put Beckham in different spots on the field, knows how to, you know, get Saquon the ball different ways. And I think, I'm hopeful, but... Uh, but I, but I also not only am I hopeful, but I feel from watching that game, it is going to be true that if they just stay with that plan against lesser defenses, it's, yeah, it's going to be pretty explosive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, this is kind of the same thing with the Niners. You're going on the road it, to one of the best defenses, if yeah. not the best, and you're playing like hot August garbage, and you're still in the game because Jimmy G is a G. Right. Yeah. And and I, that's what I said even in previewing. I was like, I think that the Niners are going to be six and ten, seven and nine. But I think it's a you know a building year for them. But I simply think I do think Jimmy G is legit. I think the Patriots. I think the Patriots should have traded Brady. I've said I've been open about that. Uh, John Lynch asked about Brady. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but I think after when, he asked when about you look Jimmy at G. the Niners, it's like imagine if Jimmy G's Skilled players were Saquon, right, Evan Engram, right. Sterling Shepard, and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, it'd be they'd be fucking Super Bowl champs. Yeah, they'd be awesome. Right. Now, now the question is, will they pay for those kind of players? Yeah, and I think they will next year. And what's and the other question is, is Eli Manning is can he do it? Can <laughs> he can he be serviceable as a as a thirty eight year old? You got, I mean, he We're better. Find out. He yeah. better, because didn't you guys cut Davis Webb? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who's Davis your backup? Webb stunk. It's now fucking some kid they drafted from fucking Richmond or whatever. I got a question for you. Is Nathan Peterman the worst NFL player of all time? <sighs> it's tough. Um, he's not not the worst. <laughs> I, I think it's too early to tell. <laughs> it's too early to tell. But he started two games and couldn't finish either of them. Yeah. Yeah. And he's thrown a lot of picks. Yeah. So he's it's he's in the running. Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't start a game, like, you know, and, and I've been criticized by people for saying this, but, like, if you're really, really bad, yeah. it, you, you figure it out pretty – they figure it out pretty fast. Yeah. And you're then you're gone. You're gone. Yes. Um, th- there's been plenty of quarterbacks who have come in the league, didn't really get a chance to start, started a game, gone. Like then there's guys who hang around. Like I've been saying, Ryan Fitzpatrick is better than people fucking give him credit for. He went out and ruined literally everybody's suicide pool, except for mine. He was part of my. He was part of my uh, fucking uh, parlay. Was he? Yes. Yes. They're fucking getting nine and a half points. Division yeah. game. Come on. First game of the season. Come on. But uh, we'll see if if Peterman doesn't get a chance to play again, 
or gets a chance to play again because Josh Allen sucks. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, they're like, we cut him, and he's gone. Like, yeah, he's the worst player in NFL <laughs> history. You make two, basically two appearances, throw fucking nine interceptions, and then you're out of the league. I was That's not. You're no Moonlight Graham. You know what I mean? You'd rather, no, you're you'd just rather just not play. No, no, Take no. the snap, kneeled. Yeah. Never played in, the, in football. Uh, I was at that game where he threw five interceptions in the first half. Yeah. With my buddy TD, who's a huge Bills fan. And I'm like, TD, you know, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, you guys are still in the playoff picture. You know, this is a tough road game against a good team. You're starting this guy. He's like, yeah, I don't know. He throws one pick, then two picks. And then three picks were like, well, he's got to. They got it. They got to take him out now. They got to take him out now. No. Four. Five. It got laughable. Can I defend them playing him in that, that game? Sure. They knew they had zero chance, even if they made a playoff, even even if they made the playoffs, of winning a playoff game with Tyrod Taylor. Yes. So they got. But it was getting late early. If they were going to give this guy a shot just to see, yeah, if he had a little magic, yeah, they had to do it then. Otherwise, they had to stick with Tyrod, which they ended up going back to, and it played out exactly. Basically, if he plays that game and they win and they fucking still are a wild card and they still go to Jacksonville and they still he still throws for 80 yards and a loss. True. But Tyrod Teller, fine. He has a 0.0 grade point average. But Nathan Peterman has no grade point average. Right. You know? Like, yes, it's a turd burger and a shit sandwich, but... I mean, when in doubt, you know, you know how I feel. When in doubt, go dark. Yeah, but they knew what they had in Tyrod. They didn't know what they had. Now they know. They should have known how he's- the first. The first pick was a like easy pick six. It wasn't like that Sam Darnold pick six where he bootlegged it out. He avoided a rusher. He threw it across the field. Almost made the play. It was just like threw it right to the linebacker. Fucking touchdown. Anyway. Nathan Peterman, you're elected. <laughs> Worst player in history. <laughs> like, I could have thrown five interceptions in one half in an NFL game, you know, if I, you know, survived the hits. Yeah. Which I probably wouldn't. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I could have done that. So let's go with a, uh, let's go, let's get back to baseball. Go sure. look around the league. I want to know what, what your thoughts are on where we stand right now. We're already at 45 minutes in this episode, so we can, we can, we can be fast here and slow and still have, you know, done yeah, a full episode sure. for the sliders out there. The Boston Red Sox win 100 tonight, wins win already. And now are at a 100 wins. The Yankees have 90 wins through 146 games and are, Ten games, games back. back of the Boston Red Sox. The Tampa Bay Rays are 80 and 65, which would put them two games back in the AL Central, two games back in the NL East, four games back in the NL Central. And Winning would make the NL West. The leaders <laughs> in the NL West. And they're 19 and a half games back and have a 0.1% chance of making the playoffs <laughs> in the AL East because Boston's really, 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 really good. Really good. Yeah. Sorry for your troubles, Tampa Bay, but you shouldn't even be in, in the American League East. You should be in Vegas or Portland. You know? Yeah. You should be in the West. So that's your fault. We have uh, we have a pretty great 
um, AL Divisional Series lined up for us, regardless of how it all goes down. If the Yankees beat Oakland, we get Yankees-Red Sox in, I mean, the, in the ALDS awesome. with Cleveland and Houston playing the other division series. Yes. If the, but what the people want is Oakland and Boston. Oakland and Boston. Yes. I mean, that's what the, when you say the people, you mean everybody besides the entire East Coast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you just because obviously I want the Yankees to win as few games as possible. Sure. But there's also something beautiful about the idea of the Yankees losing to the Red Sox. Like, that, yeah. That'll make it hurt more. Yeah. And then unless Oakland can pass Houston, it'll be, uh, like I said, Houston and Cleveland. Yeah. And that's all locked up. That's I mean, the American League is locked up. Seattle just, is 12 and a half games back. Yeah, they're, it, I mean, it, the American League, can the playoffs get here already? Right. I want to see these powerhouses go against each right. other. Seattle's out of it. Tampa Bay's actually jumped them uh, for the, in, in the wild card race. They're all out of it. So who is the second wild card team? It, oh, duh. It's the Yankees in, right. in Oakland. Yankees in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, duh. All right. Meanwhile, yeah. the NL is a completely different story. Yes. The Your Atlanta Braves have basically taken control Let's of the Let's go NLEs. fucking the Braves kids. I am excited to watch them lose the division series. <laughs> Fuck the Braves. Uh, I used to hate the Braves when they were in the West, but now, like, with Chipper gone and all those dudes gone and these young, these young island mean, guys. Freddie, Free- Freddie Freeman's basically just... Trevor Jones in a mirror, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he really fucking, is. He's on the other side of the diamond. He's yeah. also a fucking cheddar dick. <laughs> um, he's a monster, though. He's yeah. a huge dude. No, he's, he's great, and I hate him. Uh, they have basically taken control of that division. They're now seven and a half games up on Atlanta, eight games up on Washington, who's making a push to finish second in that division. Not that it matters. Uh, we shouldn't talk about them, but we will, simply to say the Mets are 15 and a half back. Creeping uh, up, creeping creep, up on those giants. Creeping up, but most importantly, uh, it's official. Like Jacob DeGrom's the fucking Cy Young. Yeah. 26 consecutive starts of three, three runs, runs or, or less, less, breaking a modern day record. Uh, he's been, fu- I don't care if he's, I don't care if he's eight and 40. <laughs> it's not his goddamn fault. Yeah. The greatest yeah. losing season of all time. I need, a, I need somebody to Photoshop actual Cy Young. <laughs> hugging Jacob deGrom in the scene from Good Will Hunting. Right. Just going, it's not, it's your, not fault. your fault. It's not no, your I know. fault. No, I it's know. not your fault. No, no, no I, I mean, know. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> not you, Cy. <laughs> not you, too. Not you, too. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's just him sobbing yeah. in, in black and white Cy right. Young's arms. He's held it together all season. Yeah. Yeah. It finally breaks. And then this is where it gets really, really fun. The NL Central, we just watched Milwaukee close out the Cubs. I don't, I don't know if that's even hit the standings yet that we're looking at. Right. But so Chicago, they're either one game's back or two games back. Yeah. We don't know. Chicago is leading division. Milwaukee's one or two games back. St. Louis is four games back. Those are my dogs, the Brew Crew. Colorado leading the NL West by a mere one game over the Dodgers. Uh, I believe they might still be playing that game. And two and a half over Arizona. Who's three and seven in their last ten. And it's four to three Diamondbacks in the eighth. 
Yeah, so switch over there and see what's going on. So the the Dodgers could be as close as a half game back at the end of tonight. Oh wait, and this Cubby game's not over yet. Oh, they it's not over. Close, they still got to close this down. Oh, so this could be one game back. This could be one game back. Oh man, it is getting so fucking fiery. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think oh, I'm it's officially five, it's five one. This game's over. Oh, this game's okay. All right. I mean, it's basically over unless the Cubs do some. Cubs. We'll, we'll check back in a second. We'll, let's go over the. So Milwaukee will be one game back. Yeah, if they can close this out. With Jeremy Jeffers, the Cardinals lost tonight and are will will remain four back. So the Cardinals are kind of just getting on the struggle bus, and they might be. They might be on the struggle bus for a little bit here. Who's that? The Cardinals. This is this is going to be tough for them to have to jump Milwaukee, make so, up four games in three weeks. Well, so they are currently the second team in the wild card, though. Oh, okay. All right. Milwaukee is two games up on St. Louis. Oh, they're not. They're okay. And St. Louis is two games up on the Dodgers. So really, I mean, obviously a lot of things can change. It's only two games, but... Right now, it will be easier for a team to win the a- the NL West than it will be to take the second wild card position. Arizona is two and a half, two and a half back in the division, three and a half back in the wild card. Dodgers a game back in the division, two games back in the wild card. Milwaukee and St. Louis, there is potential. I mean, we're looking at potential of a three-team tie for the. NL West, three-team tie for the NL Central. Like, there are six teams in the mix here. Milwaukee, what happens if that happens? I Yeah. Milwaukee, St. Louis, Los Angeles, Arizona, Chicago, Milwaukee, and, Co- and Colorado. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I would love for that to happen and just have pure chaos. You know? Me too. Because that's... That's almost an extra week of baseball, right? Or it's at least an extra three or four days. So I believe what happens is there would be – it's very, very complicated if yeah. they were all to tie. But I read a story about if the a- the NL West were all to tie, that they would get ranked in some sort of interdivisional record, and then the winner of that would be playing for the wild card. Yes. And then – the loser of that would be playing. The winner of that would be the, the division winner, and the losers of the, the that, losers of that would play each other to play for the wild card, for the chance to play for the wild card, for the chance to be the second wild card. Okay, if they if they were to all tie and one of them were if they were all tied simultaneously for the West and one of the wild card positions, right. So what if that happens in both divisions? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking crossing the streams in Ghostbusters. Right. If now, all six teams tie. tie. So so then there'll be one. So whoever's got the best divisional record will be the champ. Those two teams from each division will play each other. Those The winners of those games will play in the wild card. Those will be wild card winners. Yeah. It so would you have, be a tournament. You have two extra games. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fucking awesome. Yes. 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 Everybody tie. I'm all for like I'm all for them all tying in record. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Yes. That would be the best. And then what would happen is that 
that American League wild card game. I think get if postponed. they all, if all six tie, the Mets should just get in. <laughs> Dude, if all six tie, look, whichever team look, has. I know pitcher. you love the Mets and I love the Giants, but if all six tied and the Mets and the Giants get in, I I do not want to watch those teams play for anything. Yeah, I don't want to see it, and I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want it. the Giants don't deserve it. The Mets don't deserve it. Jacob Nobody DeGrom, wants to Jacob watch. Jacob Degrom deserves it. Jacob Degrom deserves it. Nobody else on that team deserves it. Maybe Todd Frazier deserves it for the sleight of hand magic. I think if uh, if they all tie, Jacob Degrom should be auto pitcher <laughs> in a game versus all the teams. Right. And just whoever hits whoever the gets a hit off Jacob Degrom, that's your division champion. It's your division champs. <laughs> So now, Matt Holiday back with the Rockies. Besides them all time, like what do you want in in a perfect world? What's your what's your uh, division series look like in both leagues? Okay, I mean, to so me, let me go through this. Um, I'm going easy. I want to see Sox Astros. Okay, yeah, okay, Sox Astros. Are we talking about NLCS? Sorry, NLC uh, this, the championship series. Who you want your final four here? Okay. <sighs> Well, I mean, Milwaukee's still involved, so I gotta. Right. They gotta be my dudes, and so then it's it's got to be Milwaukee and Atlanta. I want I want all the young Latins to be playing for the fucking to go to the World Series. Now, who has who even has the best record in the NL? I think the Cubs do right now, right? Yeah, but and then it's Milwaukee, and then Atlanta's the third one. They're all bunched up. Right. So uh, Chicago's got 84, Milwaukee's got 83, Atlanta's got 82. Your Cardinals got 81 and the best team in the West has 79. Right. So, I'd be so, I'd be excited if somehow it broke down to Milwaukee, St. Louis in the NLCS. That's a lot because they're currently the wild card team. That would be really fun for us. That'd be great for us yeah. and then a an Astros Red Sox on the other side. Yeah. But I don't want I don't want Atlanta anywhere near the NLCS. So just give me some fucking some West because they're too sexy, Joe. Are they too sexy? I just don't want to deal with their fans. I don't want to deal with the Dodgers fans either. I by the way, but the, what if what if my number one rooting interest? What if the Mets had Atlanta's hitters and Jacob Degrom? My Wouldn't number you be one so excited. My number one rooting interest in baseball right now is that the Dodgers do not make the playoffs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, we're both on the yeah, same page we're there. Totally on that same page, and that's absolutely. even more than like the Yankees not winning the wild card game. Now, do you want to see the Dodgers lose in the in the tie scenario? Where do you want to see the Dodgers lose? Do you want to see them lose in the game to get in the wild card or the wild card game? I'd like to see them lose to get into the wild card game. I'd like to see them. <laughs> it is pretty brutal. I'd like to see them down a run, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, one out. All they got to do, sack, sack fly, they tie the game. Right. Base hit, they win, they go to the playoffs. Chase Utley, ground ball, double play. <laughs> Four, six, three. I'd like to see um, Dave Roberts pinch hit himself for Chase Utley. And I'd like to see Chase Utley make a valiant gamer effort to try to beat that ball out where he just, despite the fact that they say should never lunge for first base, he's right. going, well, what am I, I mean, this is all I have to play for, right? right. This is this my is last it. game. He lunges and just the, like a Theisman <laughs> where like 
his bone breaks so much, and it's so sharp that it actually comes out you of his pants. You can hear pan. it in the TV. No, it comes out of his pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a sharp break of the bone that it, it scissors open his baseball pants, which are designed not to rip because you slide on them. It slices it open like a hot knife through butter. Yes. And, and people just see bone. <laughs> like I want that's it to, the lasting image I of want Chase it to be Utley. like Kevin Ware. Yeah. But way, way worse. <laughs> but you know what is great? Is it and then they still go, possible? And then they go, Dave Roberts, why did you pinch him for Chase Utley there? And he's like, I don't know. I'm a robot. I've been programmed to that's make what, the worst decisions at all times. <laughs> that's what my program told me to do. <laughs> I am Dave Roberts. Life model decoy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. By the way, is has there ever been a a fucking more fitting finish to Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager? They don't make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. He gets fired. Mm-hmm. He Chase gets, Utley becomes manager. He, oh God, that would be awful. <laughs> he gets. How about this? Dave Roberts immediately gets hired. By the Washington Nationals. <laughs> robot coach. Robot fans. Robot fan base. Yes. Douche superstar. <laughs> Who probably leaves, right? Right. Robot pitcher. Right. Scherzer will stay. Scherzer will stay. It's called Scherzer and the Robots. I th- I mean, I, I wish I could put money on that right now. Right. Leg- like, if the national the Nationals are going to fire Dusty, right? Dusty's not their manager. Dave Martinez is. They fired Dusty last year. Right. Right. Because they fired, first they fired Matt Williams. Because Dusty, so, Dusty Baker's so, like. I'm so far behind that they fired. They fired Matt Williams that, in 2014. Dusty lasted a single season. Yeah. Got him, got him in the playoffs. Right. Right. Then failed. Then yeah. got fired. And he was probably, I ain't listening to you motherfucking robots. Right. I'm out. There's no fans in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are. No, they're not. They're holograms, man. Damn, it would have been such a nice passing of the torch from Dusty to Dave Roberts. Yeah. Who may be the modern day Dusty. Ooh, I don't know. Dusty's had a lot. Well, yeah, well, they both lost game sevens. Some really brutal game sevens. Yeah. God, it was too. If I knew, my but brain, Dusty. My brain was like, there's something wrong with this, but it's so right. Yeah. Dusty handing over the reins <laughs> to Dave Roberts. In <laughs> essence, he did because this season's a fucking wash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could happen. I wish I could put money on him being the fucking <laughs> manager of the, the Washington Nationals. That'd be so great. <laughs> we like baseball. Uh, let's go. Do you think that's why they got so mad at uh, at Bryce Harper for not running out the 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 ground ball because they've all been programmed to run them out? Yeah. Because <laughs> their fans are like you're supposed to run out ground balls. <laughs> uh. So let me get uh, this one. I got. Well, let's go. Let's do a slide into the DMs. Slide on into them DMs. We got uh, this one. Oh, where is it? I got such a good one recently. Uh, okay, this one from Austin Mater at Lil Maids. Hey boys, love the pod. A couple questions from Brewers fan. Any chance Yelich can win the NL MVP? And two, will you guys be rooting hard for the Brewers at the Midwest meetup? Fuck the Cubs and fuck Chase Utley. I indeed did root hard for the Brewers. I was there with Goat on Couch, uh, Ruther's old roommate, who's uh-huh. a Brewers fan. 
And I specifically wore my White Sox hat so as to not be confused for a Cubs fan. Um, can't root for you guys because your fans are fucking cheddar dicks because <laughs> you wear distressed hats. Uh, I was looking at the Yelich numbers, especially when it was up on the board there. I think Yelich has a has an MVP case. Um, yeah, let me let's let's pull up his numbers. He's play. He hasn't been hurt all year, right? He's been he's been in there. Yep. God, I always fucking do that. Oh man. Milwaukee. I mean, first of all, of course I'm rooting for the Milwaukee Brewers. I called it at the beginning of the season. These guys are going to the fucking World Series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought now, and that's what I kind of... I mean, that's what I thought then, and that's what I kind of think now. Stats. No, stupid. Here are the current... Yeah, you do it. NL MVP... Betting odds, Javi Baez is plus 240. So he's currently the leader. Freddie Freeman, plus 250, right on his heels. Nolan Arenado and Matt Carpenter tied at 325. Paul Goldschmidt at plus 700. Jacob McGrom at plus 750. Hua. And Christian Yelich at plus 800. Here's a fun fact. During the the Brewers-Cubs game, Ruther saw Christian Yelich up on the screen and said, I think I'm going to name my son Christian Ruther, to which I just did blinking guy meme and moved on. Like, <laughs> Christian Yelich is hitting 313 with 28 jacks and 86 RBIs for a playoff team. So, yeah, I think he's got a shot at it. I mean, if he can get 100, you know, if he, if he, goes, if he goes bonanza in the last three weeks, yes. Yes, I think he could be the MVP. Right now, who's your NL MVP leader? It's Javi. I think it is. Swagoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yes, my answer is yes. I think he deserves MVP consideration. I got, I've been, I'm going through all these fucking DMs because all of them are telling me that Jacob DeGrom should be the Cy Young, which thank you. Yeah. I uh, love it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. Um. Let me see. There's one. There's one more. I don't know where it is. I th- maybe it was in our mentions. Let's, g- let's go to our mentions. Uh, we have uh, no. He's episode. also got 98 runs. Sorry, I'm 17, 17 bags. He's leading the team in slugging, OPS, hits, doubles, triples, strikeouts. But yeah, dude. Yeah, Yelich should be a fucking MVP candidate. Yes. Yes. What's this guy's name? Who's 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 uh, writing in on that? Uh, Austin Mater. Uh, yes, Austin. Yes. Yes. Go Christian Yelich and go Brew Crew. Um, so a lot of umpire uh DMs and messages. Did you see the blown Altuve call? Uh no, I did not. Uh it's just a like somehow disastrous. Somehow he slid in the home plate, clearly touched the plate before getting tagged, and they didn't overturn it for God knows why. Um Bo Blaha sent us one. Robot umpire doesn't completely blow this call on an Adam Adavino uh slider that was clearly a strike. Yeah. A lot of calls. I think we're I think we're the leaders. Uh, in in the call for the robot umpire, I think we're yeah. I think we're the starting movement. It's here. Uh, it's us and Eric Burns. <laughs> is yeah. Eric Burns? Yeah. Is Eric Burns has been on it for like Dude, we gotta get ten Bur- years. We gotta get Burnsy on this pod. Yeah, for I know, sure. I know a guy who knows uh, Burnsy. We gotta get him on here to talk robot umpires. Yes. Um, Noah Syndergaard, uh, Jesus, sent us this. I don't know why 
he did this, but he said official statement. Dodger Stadium is the only acceptable ballpark to do the wave. The ban shall remain in effect for all other stadiums. I don't know why he decided to do this. He's been the president of the Ban the Wave Society. Syndergaard has. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just went out and fucking was on acid. <laughs> like, I think he went out to, like, Chateau Marmont or something yeah. like that and was a little drunk still. <laughs> because we were at the game and some guy for three straight innings tried to start the wave. And I was like, fuck you, <laughs> sit down. It's a very stupid thing. And... Yeah, there was another good DM or something here, but I can't find it. And I appreciate that I can't find it because all of the so many messages saying <laughs> Jacob DeGrom should be the Cy Young and here's why and you guys sending me stats. So that was a was a very – that was a Jose Altuve uh, blown call slide into the DMs. We tried to slide into the DMs. We were safe, but they called us out anyway. They called <laughs> us out anyway. We were about to slap the umpire with gloves. Uh, do you have any dude or not a dudes before you go? you have any Brazilian dudes? Or not dudes? Do you uh, I mean, idea? like, all the Brazilian, all the famous Brazilian guys I know, like, fucking Pele, yeah. dude. Yeah. Right? I would say Neymar is a dude because he owns an island off the coast of... Is that of, true? Yeah. We, uh, I took a, we took a boat trip out, and Neymar wasn't there at the point, but uh, my buddy Nando was like, yeah, that's Neymar's island, and during Carnival, it's just a giant orgy. That's that's pretty dude. I mean, that's dude island. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, How do but, we get an island? Uh, I think you you need you need a lot of money. You need to be paid a uh, hundred million euros a year, like these guys get paid. Yeah, yeah. You need. I wonder what he bought his island for. I know Johnny Depp had an island, but now Johnny Depp's bankrupt. So apparently, a hu- like apparently, when you have rocks for brains, yeah. you shouldn't buy an island. Yeah. yeah. Of course, fucking Johnny Damon bought a fucking island. Oh, Johnny Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. Oh, sorry. Johnny Johnny Depp doesn't have rocks for brains. I was thinking of Johnny Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Johnny Damon can afford it. No. Okay. Good. Good. At least Johnny (laughs) Damon knows that. So um, what? Hey, I got a little announcement about the gaze caps. Oh, yes. Yeah. Gaze caps have been sent out. So the Sinister Six, who who, uh, dropped me 30 bucks in my Venmo account, your boys, your Venmo or your uh, gaze caps are on their way. And I have another announcement uh, for Trevor, who designed the dude shirt that you're wearing. Yes, I am. Uh, he is owed a dude. He's owed a gaze hat. What size I, is he? He's seven and a half, which I told him sure. I would grab, grab while it. I was here. I just want you to know, Trevor, this is the first time since uh, the gaze hats have come in. That I've been back with uh, Andy Laz after, yeah. our, after our two-week hiatus. So I will be grabbing one on the way out for you, and I'll put that in the mail, and uh, that'll get out to you. Yeah. If you want a dude shirt that Trevor designed, you can go to DirtySports.com. Uh, it's in our shop. Is it not the softest? It, it's I, the softest. I wore, it's the it under, so- I wore it under my Odell Beckham jersey at the uh, bar in Chicago, and it was yeah. just such a great—it was, like, perfect. Yeah. A three-quarters under the— under the jersey while you're watching some football and then just take it off and just go, yeah, my team yeah. lost, still a dude. I am thinking about wearing under my gaze jersey for night games in Arizona, but I might have to cut the sleeves a little bit, which, fine. I'll cut the Three sleeves. quarters, that's the, what's that? Yeah, but go. It's, it's, it's navy and we're green. So oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the other thing, maybe, but it's maybe, so soft. Maybe we do a green design. Yeah, why not? Why not get a green? Hey, hey, Trev, can I get a green one? <laughs> can I just get a green dude shirt? I think the company who prints the shirts might even be able to just change that to green. Yeah, 
Or just give me the last special, Kelly Green. Yeah. On, ooh, a Kelly Green under the fucking forest green? Oh, oh, I mean, I'm getting half a chub just thinking about it. <laughs> Amazing. Laz, Amazing. where can everybody find all of your stuff? And what do you got coming up? And what's on the what's on the horizon, Lazwise? Uh, the horizon, Lazwise, is um, putting together the crew for for Arizona. Um, I'm. By the way, I'm. Are you mi- f- full on in? I'm are you full on in? I'm ninety nine point nine percent in. Great. Uh, Great. Are we gonna a, throw? We're gonna throw. Okay, good. Uh, I'm in the process of getting fit just for this Arizona trip. Oh, really? I will, I will not. Be, yeah. That, that's what I'm doing. I will not be consuming alcohol or carbohydrates from now until. Well, my plan is Giants bye week right before they go to San Francisco, but within that is your uh, your trip. So I'm I'm on a, I'm on a strict diet and exercise regimen. Fantastic, because Chicago almost killed me. I had I got chest pains on stage one night. Oh yeah, well somebody in Arizona said I looked like fucking Zach Galifianakis, and so I was like, what? Holy shit, do I? So, yeah, I got to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be doing the same thing. So work out, buddies. Yeah, well, we should we should run before we throw. We yeah, just for run sure. Some polls. For sure. For sure. We'll go pull the poll. Uh, and uh, Andy Lazarus on Twitter. On Twitter, on Instagram, and Venice Gay is on Instagram. And, uh, yeah. We'll- Show's coming up. Uh, I don't have any shows coming up right now. I just got. Are we back. gonna do some stand up in Arizona? We should find some place. We'll, to we'll just... find some place to do some stand up in Arizona. I got. I got to find out what our schedule is first. Yeah. Because I definitely. I I wanted night games because those are better to shoot shoot on. Sure. So we shall see. But when, yeah. When does the gays movie come out? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're just compiling footage. But I've I've got a, a pretty good plan. This um, is like Chinese democracy. This, I, this we've is, said it before. Yeah, this is yeah, but it's the debut Chinese democracy. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't put it. I I don't want to put a date on it because I probably won't. Yeah, I probably won't get it. I look forward to the day. Yeah. When you know, sometimes when I come over after a party and you just have pizza boxes and yeah. fucking cups and stuff like that. I look forward to a day where you have an eleven eleven show. And I come by months later, and the pizza boxes and the cups yeah. are still here, and your fingernails are grown out, yeah. and you just have like mini HD tapes on the floor yeah. because you started shooting this on analog, yeah. and then just like tons of you know postcards on I've the wall. I've got it, Joe. I see it. I see it. I just have to get it all in order. <laughs> I just have to watch it all first, so I know what I have. How many hours of footage you have? Four thousand. Well, that's like. It's closer than that. That's like it's 200 days. That, I promise you. I promise you. I'm just trying to get the perfect ending. Um, I have an alternate ending, but this is my last shot at the perfect ending, which is this this tournament. Winning so, the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why you need me. Why didn't you just say so? Well, I had to pull out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. My financial people are like, you have to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, at Dirty Slides on Twitter, slide into our DMs, slide into our mentions with questions. Sorry, we've been gone for so long that all of your messages got lost in an array of uh, Jacob Degrom slurping, which I appreciate. We could, we it, we were already at an hour and fifteen minutes, so uh, we didn't need to slide too much into the DMs. But yeah, send us we got your, your content. Send us your DMs. Send us your uh, your mentions. We're going to finish this up. We got, we're got we about two weeks of baseball left uh, before we hit the postseason. And then we're going to go strong in the postseason. 
Uh, so give us all your end of your season mentions, and we'll we'll be back next week. And Follow your dudes me. are not a dudes. Yeah, your dudes are not dudes. Follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life on Instagram uh, at Joe Prano. I've been just pumping stadium content lately. The hashtag Stand Up at Stadiums. And, uh, yeah, follow us all there. And, of course, fuck Jason. Fuck him. <laughs>